A big day today here. It's the first day of Super Informant meetings here at 3 Godfrey Drive, Orono, Maine. Adam Tienan here in, I'm going to call this the Flywheel Studio. What do you guys think? Flywheel Studio work like for you? It. I like it. I'm writing Flywheel it down. Flywheel Studio. Adam Tienan, Superintendent. Welcome, Adam. Good afternoon. Into the Flywheel Studio. Thanks for having me. Tim LePage. Thanks for having me, Herb. And in the background, Sebastian Benage. Hello, everybody. Good morning. So it's uh, season four, episode seven, March 7th, 2023. And uh, glad to have this esteemed group in here uh, to talk about, uh, number one, we're going to hit on no project awards because we don't have any. Uh, but we've got Adam in here to talk about the Down East Wind Project down in Cherry Field. And uh, with LePage here to help provide some color. Uh, shout outs, we've got four, but we've decided to ad lib a few in because we're not happy with four. Agreed. Frankly, we need, we're we need more. Very disappointed with four. And I uh, made my plea to the foreman and the superintendents earlier that we could use more shout outs. There's about 70 people in that room, I believe. And I expect to see about 70 shout outs next week. So uh, we, we're going to have uh, new employees. We've got three to announce and then one announcement at the end and then kind of a takeaway. But before we get into the main topic, which is the Cherry Field Project, uh, I'm always, this is like my favorite week of the year when the foreman and superintendents come in just because we get a chance to all talk and, and there's, there's a wide variety of things we talk about. Yes, there is urban in there this morning. I felt like the conversation were great. People were getting involved. Some of the uh, programs ran a little longer than was on our schedule, but that that's happens. fine. That's fine. Uh, there was great conversation between the group and uh, really impressed to see what everybody was bringing to the table today. Always nice to get everybody together in one room. Um, we had a couple of years where we weren't able to do that. And yeah, especially here at the new office. Yeah. This is for me, it's just, it, a, so. it's just great because we can all kind of wander in and out. And, and if we got something to take care of, we can go take care of it. I know Tim, you were just in a, in a meeting uh, in the Stephen E. Perry war room. Yes. Yes, I was. And yeah. uh, working out some details on another project we hoped to nail down. Yep. Progress was made and uh, looking really good, really yeah. good. So, really yeah, I happy. went and said hi real quick, and and uh, the gent said, "Glad we're going to be working together." Yeah, and I thanked him. So we're going to move on to uh, to the cherry field project, and you've been down there how long, Adam? Uh, we started clearing uh, end of November, first of December, and that's pretty much what you're doing right now is clearing layout. Basically, yep. Um, it was about 360 acres that needed to be cleared. Um, when we first started, we had a pretty uh, tight window, um, mostly due to uh, limitations because of bats um, that actually did end up getting extended for us. But we're just about finished up. Yeah. Um, should be done sometime next week. Other than that, we've just been doing some um, support for uh, the drilling crew down there that's working for the developer and keeping roads plowed and yeah. stuff like that. And so... That bat issue is there's a window in which we can knock down trees, but we have to have them all done by April 1st. It's, yep. 
April 1st now. And uh, that's the reasoning behind that is, can you guys explain that to me? Well, uh, Herb, I guess it's a mating season. The bats mate and they can't mate if we're yeah. out there harvesting wood. So they're, right. in, they're in the trees mating. So that's the okay. reason why. It could be, you know, a change for other projects in the future. The, kind of the reason behind it on this one was they've been elevated from, um, I think, protected species to endangered yeah. species. So it's actually April 1st. There should be a ruling from uh, Department of Inland Fisheries and Wildlife which could have an impact on uh, how that's dealt with in the future. Yeah, future projects. It could definitely uh, increase the time where we can't uh, process wood. So it could be very crucial. So we'll see so, how it turns out. So right now we're just trying to get the trees down on the ground yes. to yeah. meet that window. And then we're going to go in and, and process them, get them out. That's right. He, he has started actually pulling some wood out and stockpiling it by the road. So we're, we're, we're getting ready for okay. the spring lineup. And so that, that is a big milestone getting the trees down, but there's still a lot in the way. Yes. No. I know you said they're getting some out of the way, but we can't just go in and start thrashing and tearing. Right. No. Um, so CLT is doing the clearing for us. Uh, Jason Tyler. Yep. Um, we've, you know, constant communication with him on our, you know, goal to get an early start this spring. Uh, like Tim said, the, the job's kind of broken up into kind of three different strings. Um, the southernmost and central string of towers have really good access and uh, appears to be kind of, you know, a lot of sand and gravel soils down there. So we're hoping as soon as we get rid of the snow and uh, frost in the ground, then we can get a jump on that part of the project. And, and Jason right has started yarding some wood there. Uh, the north end of the job is a little bit different animal, but hopefully that, that that'll come soon behind. So I don't, I don't know. Steve Perry could probably tell us how many, what number wind job this is for us. I know we've done several. I mean, when I say several, probably 15 or so. I was going to say it's got to be at least be, a dozen. Yeah. And, and, uh, and a few hundred uh, actual turbine pads. And I think yep. the number of turbine pads here is how many? 30. 30 turbine pads. Yep. So that's, uh, it seems like when we did Mars Hill in 2006, that was 28. I can't remember. Chris Lynch will correct me <laughs> when he's driving down the road and he hears this, but uh, it, it's this wind power work is, is a big deal for us. It is. It's what we like to do. I think yeah. I know I'm excited about it. Um, this one does have some different aspects about ones we've done in the past, but it's still a good earth yeah. moving project. But for you personally, now you just left back Bay, one of the busiest places in, in Maine, back Bay, Portland, putting in 1800 feet of dual box culverts in, and now you're off in Cherryfield, uh, and no, not much traffic to worry about. Not much in terms of pedestrians, like you had to deal with down there. You nope. feel like you grew wings. Um, it's definitely going to be an adjustment, <laughs> but I'm ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> that adjust that adjustment's easier than going the other way. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And Adam, you grew up right in that town, pretty much, correct? I mean, yes, I did. So. Yep. Grew up in Cherryfield. Went to Narragansett High School. So it's. A f- it's kind of cool to, you know, be working in an area that, you know, I spent a lot of time recreation wise. And uh, now we've got a lot of contacts down there, which I think will help us out once we get going. Uh, but yeah, definitely looking forward to being kind of back home. So the size of your crew right now is what? Uh, this week, myself, Joe Frazier and Dave Scott. Um, we did um, a couple weeks ago, we had a finally a decent stretch of cold weather for a little bit. So we mobilized a crew down there. 
to uh, do some kind of winter maintenance road improvements. Um, it was pretty short term, lasted about five days. But um, yeah, for now, small crew, but um, that's going to change quick in the spring. So when you, you take a look at what you've got going on down there um, and you think about our core values, which you were instrumental in putting together in 2018, right? You and Tim and several others, about a dozen of us in the room. In fact, one of them was winning in the field and, and we struggled with that one for yeah. so long. Like, why is it winning a, a win in the field, win on the field, I guess is what we said. And that's the way it was written. And one day you came in and just change the O to an I and we'll be winning in the field. That was and one of my just, best moments. That was, uh, that, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that's not going to be your best moment ever. And we're still counting on a lot out of you. But, uh, but that was, that was, it, it's just amazing how you can, you know, we struggled for a few weeks, a few meetings with different wording and phrasing and, mm-hmm. and how like one letter, you change out one letter and it just felt so right. Right. So when it comes to winning in the field, which is the one you're so familiar with, how do you, how do you see that playing out in Cherry Field? Um, I think the biggest thing for us right now, you know, Joe and myself is to take advantage of the time that we have to plan and prepare for the job. Um, I know you mentioned Bat Cove West. I feel we 100% won that job. And a big reason that we were able to do that was the planning. So we've yeah. got a couple of months of time here that um, we can, you know, really take advantage of that so that when we can finally get things going, it's uh, executed smoothly. And, and I've already seen that started already, Herb, down there between him uh, getting sources of material lined up. I mean, the gravel pit we went to was bulletproof. It was awesome. Meeting people, the contacts. getting. Well, he knows his gravel pits. He, he knows his gravel pits, and <laughs> it's very impressive. So, I, I mean. I remember in Whiting in 2018, 19. We did well. You went down there and, and made a deal on some gravel. It and just happened to be in a blueberry field, too. <laughs> <laughs> funny about those blueberry Blueberry's fields, been good it? to us. Yeah. Hopefully it continues. <laughs> <laughs> that, does, that does bring up another issue, though, that we are going to have to deal with come summer and harvest season is we are going to have to be involved Dust on blueberries is a problem. Dust on blueberries and just interaction with people because this goes right through the blueberry barren. So it's going to be challenging in that aspect. But we got a good plan together and we're going to work it and I'm sure it'll be fine. But it definitely does add another difficulty to the job. So So 30 pads, 300 and something acres of clearing. Yep. Uh, Roughly quantity of dirt you're going to be dealing with. It's close to a million. Close to a million yards. Yep. Um, About. 160,000 yards of gravel. Um, one of the big ones is uh, underground uh, trenching for the collector line. For the yeah, I remember Tim was telling about job. that. Close to 45 miles of trench. So, And a lot of it you know, is kind of cross-country stuff. So that's a, kind of a, a different aspect that uh, we maybe haven't dealt with on some of the other wind-powered yeah. jobs. It's going to be a challenge. Is the ground pretty bony down there? Um. Yes. Like I said, I think the southern part of the job, a lot of sand and gravel, which is going to be beneficial to us. Hopefully some of, you know, those earth cuts, you know, can turn into some gravel yeah. and sand sources for the job. But uh, a lot of boulders. Uh, it's kind of interesting, though. Another um, kind of different uh, part of this job is no ledge on the job at all. Yeah. Uh, at least that, that we is know unusual because we almost always have rock to deal with. Right. I don't think we've probably had a wind power job where. Every foundation has been an earth foundation. 
uh, and no opportunity, you know, with ledge, you know, as far as making aggregates gravel. So, yeah. Um, so I know, uh, I think it was up in Oakfield. We did a job several years ago and that small municipality uh, is really reaping the benefits of the tax income from that, mm-hmm. that facility. And I, I got to believe Cherryfield will too. To be honest, I'm not sure how that's all going to play yeah. out. Um, the, the job has uh, been talked about for years. Um, kind of another little interesting aspect of it is um, the job goes right by Skudik Lake, which is a small lake down there on the Blueberry Barrens. And um, I know a lot of the camp owners um, have not been a proponent of the job happening, yeah. but um I actually just bought a camp down there myself a couple months ago. So hopefully so you're I can gonna be in there. Keep, yeah. Are you gonna wear a clown suit and paint all our equipment and <laughs> no. shoot at it? <laughs> Try to keep them all in line. We actually but. had that problem up in Stetson. We had some people that were against the project and they all showed up wearing clown suits, literally dressed up like clowns. Yeah. And uh the one of the guys made the comment to to the news. I hope these guys go ahead and call their insurance company because they're gonna need them to fix all this equipment. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not cool. No. Oh, we don't have that. So we haven't seen that. No. Those down Easter's a little bit more even keel. <laughs> the best body he's going to be right on the job for being work seven this week. I mean, they, you really? They say, they say, though, that you can't go home. That's all right. <laughs> they say you can't go home. We had a superintendent in Fort Kent years and years ago, and he went back to, to do a job in Fort Kent. He'd been away for about 15 years. Yeah. And they summarily rejected him because he... <laughs> <laughs> and, and there was another guy in Fort Kent that said... You shouldn't have sent him there. You can't go home. <laughs> now, maybe maybe those folks down there are a little more open-minded. And, I think so. Yeah. I think the answer would be good. Judging from you and, and your family, who I know, yep. you guys are pretty easy to get along with. I think, I think so. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> what haven't we touched on this project? What, uh, when are you going to be done? Um, it's going to go into 24, I think. Um, we're going to be able to knock out the majority of the, you know, major earth moving stuff this season, uh, get a lot of the gravel place, but I think a lot of the underground, uh, the trenching for the collector lines and probably some of the maybe foundation excavation backfill type stuff will go yeah. into 24. Are these all spread footings down there? They, they are. are aren't every they? one yeah. of them. Yep. And they are bringing in a, a portable concrete yeah. plant to set up on yeah. site. I also saw Folsom was going to have a, a plant down there. Yep. Yeah. So that's a good aspect to help the concrete will be right there. So there will be a, long, a lot of trucking. So I think they're bringing a company out of Minnesota is it, coming in to do the yep. concrete work. So, yep. yep. So what, what am I missing? What do you guys think we need to know about this job and, and how it affects 2023 and the company? What am I missing? I think it's going to be a great project for not only 23, but like Adam was saying, 24, some of this is going to help backlog go in there. The underground electrical is going to be a challenge, but I think, we can push that. It's going to be a lot of potential winter work there for the company yeah. also. So uh, they don't get as much snow or frost down there. So some of these areas will be cross country and it'd be a good chance for everybody to work, work through. So, yep. I'm just excited myself, just the type of work. I mean, it's yeah. when, you know, I think about what got me into the business, it's being around big equipment and yep. uh, moving dirt. And like you said, uh, a lot of the stuff that, we dealt with in Portland. We don't have to deal with the down east wind, so it'll be nice to just. And go a side out there benefit and, is you're going to be ready to camp. Right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't deny that. I know how that goes. Well, if 
if if nothing else on this subject, we'll go on to shout outs. Perfect. Okay, I've got one here in front of me. Bonnie McPherson has a shout out to Kevin Burns. The new office, I'm sorry, the New Hampshire office won't be the same without you. Your guidance and knowledge of our systems and processes second to none. And buddy old pal, who am I going to have lunch with now? Thank you for everything. Now, that doesn't mean Kevin's not working with the New Hampshire crew, but uh, he's he's down there working just the same. He just may not be in that office all the time because he's splitting his time between Southern Maine and New Hampshire. That is correct. Uh, the next shout out is from Justin Porter. Uh, this shout out goes to Sebastian, who's over here in the corner smiling, uh, for a couple of great video posts for the Mid-Atlantic on Sergeant social media platforms. Keep it up, buddy. Yeah, great work. That was good. That's seeing those scrapers down there. I really enjoyed that. Adam, you drew the short straw and the long shout out. I was going to say, it's long. <laughs> uh, this one is from Ed Barnes. I would like to give a long overdue shout out to Tevin Allen and Jordan Brown. These two first year laborers came to work with us at the asphalt plant back in December doing winter maintenance. Tevin and Jordan were quickly accepted as part of the team due to their strong work ethics, great attitudes, and awesome personalities. From the dirtiest jobs, chipping out the mixing drum, drag, slate conveyor, and asphalt containment to the most monotonous standing whole watch as a confined space attendant, these two took to their tasks with smiles on their faces and a genuine gratitude for the opportunities. Jordan and Tevin have worked diligently through exceptionally cold days, rain, snow, and wind, all the while keeping their sense of humor and their ever-present smiles. Well done, gentlemen. I hope we have the opportunity to work with you again next winter. Until then, keep on crushing it. And It keeps going. Yeah, I think yeah. another one here. I would like to give a shout-out to Arthur Herbis for always being there to answer questions, give advice, or just listen while I bounce ideas off from him. He is a wealth of knowledge and more than happy to share it with us. Arthur doesn't hesitate to help find the supplies needed to keep the crew safe and usually finds the time to deliver it. Thank you for everything you do, Arthur. All right. That's a good long one. I'm, I'm, I can't believe he might have texted that in. He's got some quick thumbs. <laughs> Ed. Jeff Costello has a shout out to Tyler Barnes. Tyler recently passed his FAA test to become a drone pilot. Congratulations, Tyler. That's a good one. Yep. I Her, think you were going to add one in. Yeah. We, we're ad-libbing now. Well, we're that's, ad-libbing now, That's Herb. the end of the official shout-outs. We're ad-libbing now. We're ad-libbing in. So I want to give a shout-out to the crew down in Nordswalk at the Waste Management Facility. It includes Ben Lee, Jackson Blaze, Chan LaPlante, Kyle Bonifant, and Keith went down for a week while uh, Tim Blaze took some well-deserved PTO. Um, we actually uh, performed concrete work on a footer and a wall placement they placed uh, outside of our norm, but I was very proud of him taking the bull by the horns and uh, doing that. So great job, guys. All right. Did you, did you say you had one? Yes, I do. Um, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we, uh, for Down East Wind, um, did some winter road maintenance, and we had to schedule that around uh, cold temperatures being below freezing just because working on dirt roads. And um, so unfortunately, just the way the weather fell, we ended up working uh, – a week ago, last Saturday and Sunday. And I'd like to give a shout out to Sean Newton, Quentin Frigon, Dave Scott, Billy West, Dale Averill, Tom Hanna, and Derek Trueworthy for uh, helping us out get through that weekend. I know Working through the their weekend. schedules kind of got a little messed up there, but um, yep. they were all on board. Appreciate it. That's, okay. br- that's bringing value right there. It is. Yep. Uh, so I've got four. I'm going to, I'm going to actually five. I'm going to toss in here. I want to, I want to thank the folks that have joined us 
quite recently, actually, in the last month or so, Bella McNutt is our receptionist here now, and she's doing a great job. I know she's helping take in the uh, the podcast shout outs and different things like that. Uh, doing a great job. Sebastian Benage here in the Legacy Podcast Room studio, uh, doing a great job with us on a number of different things from from social media posts to things that are going up in the office to taking care of this podcast in a way better fashion than I ever did. And uh, Amanda Martin joined us as a VPHR a little over a month ago, so we're really glad to have her in here. Uh, Cassie Redahan joined us as, as HR coordinator, so she's doing a great job in here with us. And then last but not least, Kim Ryan is always making sure the boys and girls get fed in all these trainings, and, and it's not an easy job, and she's on it. And we appreciate it. So let's give them a hand. Let's go to the Newton Grimmel Award, which we're going to give this week to Ed Barnes, Tevin Allen, and Jordan Brown for that great shout out and the great work those guys have been doing. So those three get $50 gift certificates to the Sergeant Company store. Congratulations, guys. New employees this week. Alexander Moyer is a laborer, started on Monday. Carl George, CDL Class A tank, doubles, triples, and hazmat, started on Monday. And Noah Hoxie, welder, started on Monday. So we've got three new employees coming in. Uh, I know uh, Irv over there and at the fab shop is, is glad to have some more welders, and we always need more help on the ground here. So I uh, want to welcome these guys to Sergeant. And finally, on announcements, wellness announcement, congratulations to the following winners of ABCs of Healthy Eating Challenge. You've won an Instant Pot Duo Crisp 11-in-1 Air Fryer and Electric Pressure Cooker Combo. And that's not all. (laughs) Patrick McNulty, Sandy Bubar, and Dana Lagasse. So let's give those guys a hand. So for those folks... Amy's going to reach out to uh, to confirm delivery information. And thanks to everybody that participated in that. With that, just talk about the takeaway again. I think this, this uh, Down East Wind job, we're really excited about it company-wide when we were able to nail it down. And it's provided some winter work for a lot of us and just looking forward to really knocking that out of the park. Yep. Oh, it's going to be a good job for sure. I, I, uh, I think it's going to mean a lot to uh, – a lot to the company. I mean, the beauty of this company, one of the beauties of it, is you do a job at Down East Wind and Ricky Powell in Virginia benefits mm-hmm. from it. Yep. Right? Not just him, but everybody down in that whole area benefits from it. We do a job in Kingfield and the guys over in, in uh, Eastport benefit from it. Yep. And it's just the idea that where this rising tide floats all boats, it's really, for me, gratifying. With that said, anything to add, Tim? Nope. I just I'm really happy to have all the foremen and supers up here in uh, Godfrey Drive, seeing them all enjoy the space. I know I've enjoyed my time here the last three weeks, and I'm glad we can spread it with everybody else. And I can't wait to get the season off and running, and let's uh, kick butt, kick butt out there this year. So be safe. So I'm I'm kind of looking down the hallway here, and and I'm, I'm co- maybe I'll call the starvation studio because I can see the food. I can't get to it. <laughs> we'll get there. Anything to add, Adam? Um, 
I'd say just to go on what Tim said, it's great to have everybody here this week. Um, nice to see everybody in person. Um, I know for myself, Tasha's uh, presentation on the ESOP, um, you know, where we stand with the ESOP of the company was pretty motivational for me. Yeah. So there's really getting to be a lot behind that. So hopefully um, that's something for people to think about as we get the season started. It, it, it really is for me. It's just such a great thing, you yeah. know, and, and the fact that that value can can accumulate to everybody in this company is just really fine. That I got goose I got goosebumps right now thinking about it. You do, I don't do, you? I do. Look at those pop right up. It was nice to see a lot of discussion and you know questions brought up. That, yeah, interest um, in it. Ten years ago, it, it was uh, <laughs> trying to figure out what this was all about and yeah. where it's going to go, and now there's a lot of interest. It's I, really cool. I mean, literally, it took us an hour off schedule today, but it was all good. Everybody, we just yeah, she adapted. did. Lit. She did it. Set us way behind. She set us way behind, but <laughs> we, we adjusted. We got worth it. It's a good <laughs> topic. <laughs> all right, zero accidents. Zero accidents. Zero accidents. Have a great day.